1: you're listening to the Fade to Gray Network.
2: Hey, these are the movies that molded me. These are the movies that molded me. J- I love the movies. J- I love the movies. Hey, one love. Hey, I like the movies with the boobies. Ha ha <coughs> Oh,
3: welcome back to that time again where everybody gets so excited because it's everybody's favorite segment made into its own episode. It is The Movies That mold Me.
2: Ooh, and what we're doing today, guys. The motherfucking movies that molded me.
3: <laughs> it's Halloween time, so we're going to talk about <laughs> those scary movies or halloween specific movies that have molded us throughout the years and give you guys a top five list and today joining us on movies that molded me uh our normal cast of characters minus andy we got seth over there somewhere i'm not
1: i okay so disclaimer okay and then we have your advertising over here as well (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're advertising a top 5 list and i'm just putting out a disclaimer to all our listeners that everyone's going to have a top 5 list today except for me. I'm not participating. I am here.
4: I didn't say i was going to have a top 5 list. Seth. <laughs> to share Don't things. speak for me. Okay. Okay. Don't put words okay. in my okay. mouth.
1: Seth
3: Seth Chris and Elizabeth also here. are just here for comic relief yes. and to basically g- give me shit. And <laughs> me and Chris are going to talk about movies. So that's, that's right. what why do. you love me. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually did a little bit of research before starting, and I'm really excited to talk about this, guys, because there are more than five Halloween-based scary movies that have molded me throughout the years. Well, hold on just a
2: second. We talked to people like Dave Warnock. We talked to people like Chris Fillingham, and you may take a couple of notes. I looked at the notes that Omar took for this that we're going to do today, and it's like three or four pages long. (laughs)
4: <laughs> he kept writing. Mine's on a sticky note, you guys. Like a three by three and, sticky and, and note. And and I wrote he's really, got, like, really
1: tiny letters, too. So on I'm an eight and a sure. half by eleven sheet of
4: paper. It's like uh, <laughs> notes. I'm
1: pretty sure he developed a, a genogram and a socio-biopsychosocial <laughs> uh, I even
3: drew little pictures at the top, if you guys can see. <laughs>
4: We He's need got to the Instagram that logo and a ghost. <laughs> yeah, That's
2: yeah I'll take, We'll take pictures of the notes later, so you can see them. I'm just so. doing mine off the top of my head. We'll, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Speaking of off the
3: top of your head, nice haircut, Chris. Thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah. No
3: worries. <laughs> you guys are ready to talk some movies? Because I mean, I have people like Tim Burton and you know Stephen King, Dan Aykroyd on my list as the writers for some of these movies. So oh, just please tell you me it's spoiler. not.
2: Please tell me you're going to have nothing but trouble on there. Please tell me.
1: So, I, uh, we'll have to get into that. Maybe. That's a very scary movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell is nothing but trouble?
2: Okay. So, who wants
3: to go first? I got two honorable mentions. I guess I'll we'll just go real quickly on a mention. Um, shout out to It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, from yeah. 1966. Yeah. In fact, just recently, within the last like week or so, I bought a three-pack Charlie Brown movie for my kids to watch. And it is... I've been buying old nostalgia movies for my kids to watch things I grew up on like recently. And it's been a lot of fun having them watch it for the first time. Um, But that three pack was the most I've spent on any movie for those kids in a long time. I've been getting two and three pack movies for like, you know, seven, eight dollars. Was it like a DVD? Yeah. Oh, yeah. DVD. 20
2: bucks for a DVD.
3: Well, you got three movies in there. But yes, it was kind of crazy. Oh, my
2: gosh. I can't believe people even still buy those. But anyways, go ahead.
3: Yeah, and then especially because I I walk past and then that's just like laying on the floor.
2: I'm like, kids, <laughs> that
3: was twenty dollars.
4: They do not treat DVDs um, well.
3: Then obviously, if you guys haven't seen it, please watch it. It's it's a, one of those classics. Obviously, when it came out, I think it had like an approval rating or. Um, a watch rating of like 47 percent there's only three channels at the time so it wasn't like there's was a whole lot of competition <laughs> but um you know linus you know he believes in the great pumpkin and basically he's normally pretty level-headed other than the fact that he always carries on a blanket and but that's the one thing you know it's like a religious belief that <laughs> you know, every every year he's looking for the great pumpkin and he never finds it so
2: that is a great movie yeah
4: our son wants to be Linus for for Halloween this year. He's got his costume all made and everything. He made the shirt today.
2: Perfect. Yeah.
3: I was actually watching that show and it like I mean, Charlie Brown's just classic. It's great. I mean, what they did with Snoopy and the like the Arrow, was it Red the, Baron? The f- Red Baron Snoopy like just like super popular. Became a stamp even. Mm-hmm. But the characters are so simple. And I was just realizing I'm pretty sure Pigpen might have been a little bit on this. Like, we don't want to use the R word around here. Yeah, we do. Pigpen was retarded, wasn't he? Do you mean
4: Pigpen or Linus? Because you had this conversation with with our son and saying it may have been Linus.
3: Oh, is Linus is the one that who has like like the five pieces of hair sticking out the top of his head and his and his head's deformed. If you look at everyone else, has like round shaped heads. And Linus's head is like, this. I'm like, poor <laughs> guy. Like, you think that
2: they this? intentionally drew his head misshapen and and like try? Everybody to else has round, him heads.
3: <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering. And why does he only have like five pieces of hair coming out the top of it? It's
4: Seth's <laughs> not getting mad yet because he's not paying attention.
3: <laughs> yeah, I tried to tri- I tried to trigger Seth with the R word. He hasn't said anything yet. So, so anyway, all right, this was supposed to was be that was an honorable, honorable mention. mention, right? So my so, my second, ar-
1: so I no, oh, I have a he's serious question. Speak. Honorable mentions, like so, are these in addition to the top five? Yes. Yeah, I, we just spent way too long.
3: Seth, yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so anyway, so the second one is The Witches, nineteen ninety. If you haven't seen it, yeah. it's great. Ba- basically, some kid over here, some witches talking, and they're they're plotting to turn all the kids to mice, and he's trying to stop the witches. And so it's a really great show. You should a- see
2: it. And they feed him, they they feed him chocolate, right? And then they turn into mice yeah that's what it did angelica houston see yeah <laughs> you know more better than i do
3: <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move on quickly here so i don't get chastised by seth so let's not say anything more what
4: about did
1: this movie. movie do for you like how did it develop you
4: we're not talking that deep we're not talking that deeply about the it, honorable it's mention an
2: honorable mention
1: move on
4: <laughs>
2: Okay. I watched that movie probably like eighty times as a kid. It, Hang it, on, is that's this a,
4: on your this... top five, Chris? We're moving on.
2: <laughs> no, no, but it's it's based on Roald Dahl. I mean, it's it's a good story.
4: Based on who?
1: Praise the Lord.
2: That dude, the same dude that did Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, oh, the uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. author isn't his name Roald Dahl or something. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's a good story. It's a good movie, yeah. and I recommend it. So
4: yeah, it's um,
2: really good.
3: Don't want to trigger Seth though, so let's move on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, everyone, go and watch that movie right now. <laughs> you need to pause whatever you are doing. Like you wanted, you wanted to have dinner with the children tonight. Nope, not you're Do you know not. You what's crazy is that the down, makeup
2: in that movie, movie was actually fantastic for the year it was made. Yes, it Angelica was. Houston looks nasty whenever she takes off her human. Like I say, human um, when she takes because they wear like you know regular lady faces, but whenever they take off their regular lady faces, they look just disgusting yeah it's really good
3: yeah cgi wasn't bad for 1990 you have kids turning <laughs> into mice and running around talking mice and so it's fun so chris i'm gonna let you go ahead and get started we we'll actually get into the list and we'll go well
2: i have a couple of honorable mentions too oh yeah well, I'll so my oh well, yeah see. pump your brakes and how about everybody
3: just go ahead and just stop make themselves make a drink pump those this breaks. is gonna be a long episode we're gonna have fun talking about pump movies those
2: break. Well. My honorable mention, um I definitely want pump, to talk about pump, the pump, Adams family pump, uh, uh yeah. I think you know of course, I really really like the first and second of Adams family I think they're great uh the character of Wednesday Adams is awesome, you know like she she definitely steals the show in the second one I think you know obviously Gomez in the first one, but either way, fantastic movies
4: that was Selena Gomez no. <laughs> Which
2: that moment? was Christina Ricci. I've seen the new one. Christina oh, yeah, Ricci yeah, yeah, yeah. Played Wednesday Addams. Yeah.
4: yeah. Okay, she's. Um... Have you seen
2: the new one? <laughs> I have not seen the new one. There's a new cartoon, and I have not seen it.
3: Well, apparently well, there's a new there's a new movie out too, and there's a yeah. viral video going around of yeah. this Hispanic you do not your guy. kids to it yeah talking
1: about how. That's demonic they had to leave they had to leave really they had to leave the movie <laughs> they did because it was demonic and <laughs> we can't let our children be around that and so i hear that this movie has shaped you and i am happy we're giving it an honorable mention but children this is not the movie for you to go to okay i, I say go see we it. need to protect your souls i
2: say go see it i'd love to see it too i, I just don't really do cartoons nowadays but yeah very dangerous <laughs> That careful. first
4: one, though, that was the very first PG thirteen movie I ever watched. Was it really? I, yeah, yeah. It was
2: it's it's great. It's fun. It's a really good movie. It's both of them, uh, both Adam's the Family. The First and Adam's PG family thirteen
1: movie you'd ever seen.
4: The Adams Family. Yep.
2: It was
1: the beginning.
4: It's
1: it's <laughs> it's a door and it's dangerous. It,
4: it is a door. You got to be careful. Oh my
1: Little goodness! Little eyes when you the see. Downfall. Okay. So, did you
3: just have one honorable mention? Not like my two. Chris.
2: Uh, I'd also say I've got one more honorable mention, and of course, it'll oh, be Scream.
3: Oh, see, yeah. I that almost made it into my mentions of honorableness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But so only, only, only because of the age I was when I saw it. Being yeah. a teenager, I was like the same age as all the teenagers in in the show, and there was something about just that california lifestyle like it it was scary it was scary and there were they played off that um campfire story that you always told growing up about the babysitter getting the call from inside the house yeah and 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 so that was always a scary story it's
1: it's one of the most predictable movies ever created
2: okay but at the same time seth it's very meta they talk about scary movies. It's like an homage you know, to scary movies. It's fantastic. I don't even care, Seth. The opening <laughs> scene, there's no way you predicted. There's no way you predicted that the opening scene, Drew Barrymore, was going to get killed. No fucking way. No fucking way you predicted that. So, whatever. The scream is great. <laughs> None okay, of the sequels, so- but, but the original.
4: I don't watch scary movies. I made my list of... <laughs> So I have a list of four movies that I think are Halloween ish and then three other movies that are the three scary movies that I've seen in my lifetime. So I will pick <laughs> <laughs> I will pick two of those as my honorable mention, the skeleton key and the others.
2: Hmm. I've heard so. about the skeleton key. Someone was telling me about that recently. Those are both good movies.
4: Yeah, they are. What th- is
1: it in The Skeleton Key? What is the stuff that they put by the door? Chalk. Chalk. I
2: think, I think we should just name sure this show
1: top.
3: Honorable Mentions because that's all we're
4: talking <laughs> about. No, we get to the good the top, stuff. The, the top, top ten list. and is a- <laughs> Honorable Mentions. All right.
2: We'll 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 get to the good stuff. All right, go ahead. So, Omar, you wanted me to start out with yeah, my, what, my well, fifth?
3: we're going to start from five going to one for sure. Okay. So... And if there's any overlap, though, obviously if like your fifth is my third, mm-hmm. while we're talking about the movie, I'll mention it or something like that. So
2: okay, well, my fifth, all right, the fifth top Halloween slash scary themed movie or whatever, Ooh. okay, <laughs> is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. It's really why, a musical. Why is that scary? Because you're like homophobic. No, <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> It's not really scary at all. It's just there's elements of horror all throughout it. Dr. Frankenfurter, of course, is, you know, he's creating a Frankenstein and that's Rocky. Uh, and, you know, it's just it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a hilarious. cult classic. It's a great movie. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: There you go. That's a good one. I didn't make my list, but I I like it, babe. I have to watch
2: know? it every every Halloween. I have to watch that movie.
3: You do? Is that like a tradition for you? Yeah, Absolutely. Do you go to like a local theater and watch it? Because I know that a lot of times like some of the older theaters will, will play that and and then you can dress up in drag and go watch it.
2: There are a lot of theaters around here that play it, but I've never ever done that. I just watch it on TV.
4: I still haven't seen it. So my job. Oh, top- you didn't see it, babe. <laughs> I know. It's I sad, isn't it? Would I would
2: really, I really like it. to.
4: Really, really like to see it.
3: To what? Finish your statement?
2: I see you shiver with anticipation.
4: <laughs>
3: All right, well, thanks for that, Seth. Babe, go ahead. What's your oh. what's your number five?
4: Sixth sense.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good one.
4: That was probably a... it's a it was for me when when I watched it. It was one of the gorier movies I'd ever seen, and it just like was weird for my brain like i had i it was one of the first times i'd ever watched a suspense movie mm-hmm. i don't think i would call it horror or thriller necessarily but the suspense in mm-hmm. it was the first time i'd really ever watched those shows like i say i don't watch movies like this and so for me it was like way over the top
2: there are definitely and some bone like, chilling scenes there you know and certainly oh, yeah. yeah yeah in the school with the with mm-hmm. the guy that was being hung mm-hmm. I was oh,
4: yes and so like, I was jumping during a few of these parts and I was watching it. I was watching it in Europe with a bunch of Polish people who were watching it with subtitles because they didn't speak English very well. And I kept jumping and they were laughing at me. So like I was the comedic relief for the show. <laughs> and I'm like, I left terrified, I had to walk the streets of Warsaw by myself mm. to get home. And I'm like, I don't want to just take me home.
2: Yeah. You it remember the kid out. that he sees? He's like, hey. Let me show you where my dad keeps his gun, and then he turns around. And he's got like this huge bullet hole at the back of his head. God, that yes. really tore me up. Whenever I watched that for the first time, Ugh.
4: yes, I could not. They, they handle definitely that. went
2: for like shock value for sure. Oh yeah, were. yeah. And yeah,
3: the,
4: that and
3: then me out. the twist at the end, though, it, mm-hmm. it's one of those movies. Oh though, god, yeah. It was so good, and it had such a good twist that after you saw it once. You had to see it again oh, yeah. to, to see how, how you missed it. Right. And after that, it's kind of like, it's not one that you watch over and over again. Well, so Seth, like, right. of
2: course, got it the first time he watched it. He already knew. He predicted it. You know. So it, <laughs> is your mic broken, still? Seth? <laughs> He's
4: just staring at us. Seth, where's the quip? <laughs> still Nothing. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is so much fun. I think he's on strike. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do, do you want to throw out a movie for number five, Seth, or you want me to just go ahead and take mine?
1: You, you just go ahead and take it,
3: sir. Mm. Yeah, it's not the first time you said that to <laughs> So <laughs> my number five is none other than Dan Aykroyd written, Dan Aykroyd starred, Bill Morey, Snor- Sigourney Weaver, Rick Moranis, we're talking about, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I we're talking about I think, the Ghostbusters. I don't know who that person is, but you did
1: not say that name right. C- Sigourney
3: Weaver, I fucked it up. That's the only one I
0: really fucked
3: up. But I had to put Ghostbusters 1 and 2, because as I was doing the research, I was realizing that Ghostbusters 2 is actually a better movie. But there's things in Ghostbusters 1 that you need... To be able to get into Ghostbusters too, so you have to like watch them in order. But you ha- definitely watch them both, and the second one is better, I would say. Yeah,
2: uh, I don't know. I don't know if I th- agree with you that the second one is better. Ghostbusters also made my list. It's my number four, so we we'll might as well get that out now. Yeah, let's get let's get into it. So, why yeah. would you say that then? I think Ghostbusters one is equally as good as Ghostbusters two. Um, I'm I'm just saying I, I don't think one is better than the other. I think they're both really great really well done that that painting the guy in
3: the painting is just stuck with me my entire life my entire life and then the slam that powers like all the evil that's flowing through yeah. the, the the source is just <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> yeah but the stay, but marshmallow man, man.
2: That, the that stay was... puff marshmallow man man the stay puff marshmallow man and <laughs> the gargoyles terrifying.
3: in the first one is terrifying it goes it really uh... is. and and the comedy. I mean, like, yeah. I just listed some of the best comedians of that that era. Bill Murray movie. Yeah.
2: is incredible in whatever he's in. I fucking love that guy. And he makes those movies to me. And I kept thinking to myself, like, can you imagine being Dan Aykroyd on the set of that? And you're you're just watching Bill Murray do his thing. How are you not completely distracted and not able to do your job? because of how fucking funny this guy is.
3: I mean, there's a few people that uh, I think have that ability. And like Chris Farley was one of those yeah. people, you know, they just are over the top and like everything they do they bring like, you know, 110 and Bill Murray is such legendary status though. It's like, He could shit on a napkin, and it would be something worth watching. Uh, He would, (laughs) yeah. And and he's such a cool dude too. Like every like Bill Murray
2: sighting where he just is hanging out drinking beers with like regular people. He's such like a regular dude. He just Just walks like around, and if he sees people playing soccer in a park, he'll go and join them. Like he that that's what he does. You know, he's maybe not now. I've heard I mean I've heard you know as recently as a couple of years ago that he does that kind of shit still you know he's just a really cool down to earth dude from what I understand he's someone we should all emulate
3: we should the world would be yeah. a better place if we I had a little bit more Murray in us
2: if everyone was like Bill Murray yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ghostbusters, man, incredible. You know what was not incredible was the Ghostbusters remake. No offense, ladies. I still
4: haven't <laughs> seen it, but I want to watch it because of the ladies. And I realize that whatever, say what you will, but I don't know. I don't actually remember watching the original Ghostbusters all the way through. Hmm. I I know that I've seen parts of it, but I don't know that I've actually watched either of them all the way through. So therefore, I must wait to watch the lady version.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: The lady version is good. Eh. the 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 pro the problem is you can't compare it to the other one. It's not good. If you if if you take it, uh, like, <laughs> and ignore the fact that there are, was there three? Did they make three original Ghostbusters or was it just two?
2: Two, two original Ghostbusters two. and then well, they had the cartoon as well, but they they did the cartoon that was also count. very good. Hell yeah, by the it was way. the cartoon ruled. It was, I love yeah, but but yeah, but
4: it doesn't count for this. No.
2: But, but the but the the remake with the women, I'm sorry, it can count. It just wasn't good. The writing was horrible, uh, and Chris, I, I was bored the entire time. It's not I because don't it trust was
4: women. Your movie uh, okay. critiques. I trust Omar's movie critiques. Okay. It
2: so, was oh, it was entertaining.
3: I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go as far as to say it's good. It's fair. I, I'll <laughs> say, is it a standalone go movie?
2: A bit. It is entertaining. I 100 disagree, and I can say that. <laughs> I can say that because if you watch a movie like bridesmaids, which is incredible. Okay. And that's a that majority female cast. Like I will, I, you know, I feel safe saying that this ghostbusters remake with all women was absolute garbage and no one should ever waste their time watching it. Leslie Jones is one of the worst <laughs> comedians ever. No offense. No
3: offense. Ooh. I think I that think you meant offense. <laughs> Do you want to go with your
2: n- number four, babe?
4: Yes, my number four is Casper. Laugh at me yeah. all you want; Another I don't Christina even Ricci care. Film. But exactly, Christina Ricci and that kiss at the end between her and Malachi—what's his face? Who was the voice of Casper? Devin Sawa. Every girl wanted to. Every girl wanted to kiss him, and it was nice. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my number four.
2: Yeah. All right. Casper's kind of cute. I don't think I've <laughs> ever seen it. I've seen it. It was pretty good. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. it was definitely entertaining as a kid i don't know yeah, as it was an entertaining adult as a kid yeah as an adult probably not. I think we, but the cgi not, ghosts my, were my, really funny
4: they were they were really funny and the the what was it the room that they found yeah and like the the like lock the lab. System or whatever it was yeah 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 that, that was, was really, really cool. cool i really liked that part yeah. um, and bill I'm pullman's surprised my really mom good let in that movie. us watch it Yes. Yeah. Yes. He plays the dad. Um, it had ghosts in it, so my mom would have been like against it, but somehow it, we got it like you know slotted in there. Yeah. And watched it anyway. But, it's good yeah, stuff. So that's my number four. What's yours, Omar?
3: <laughs> my number four is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice.
4: Beetlejuice. <laughs> I have not I, seen that movie, and I big. should what? have because it's it's from my generation. I know. Isn't that weird?
2: I just watched Beetlejuice a couple of days ago. Tim Burton. Yeah. It's great. It is fantastic.
3: I don't know. I was a little young when I saw it. Like, So I've been eight years old when it came out. Probably didn't see it in theaters, so I probably saw it in the following year. So I was probably like 10, my daughter's age. Seth she would alive. not ha- <laughs> <laughs> She would not be able to handle it. But What year was it? 88. 1988.
1: I don't know if it was 88 wasn't alive.
3: But it's a Tim Burton movie guys by the way so if you didn't know that he he directed, who hasn't them. made a
2: good film since Sweeney Todd but okay keep going <laughs>
4: Sweeney Todd's a good one but that,
3: that didn't make it <laughs> yeah it is good. um and see uh we got Alec Baldwin in there uh Gina Davis Michael Keaton plays Beetlejuice and basically yeah. the story the story is uh you have this nice family husband and wife moving into this house and oh no no no
2: no no that's well, not I, nice the deets okay.
3: Well, okay, well the nice family that they set it up so you don't know that the family that's living in the house is dead. So you set up your your they're like moving in, they're setting everything up and then and then here comes like the actual family moving in and you start to realize that okay, this other family's dead so they try to scare off this new family cuz they're moving in their home and the the new people instead of being scared off, they're like this is an opportunity to make some money. So it started like basically like <laughs> turning them into a, like an attraction site, and then the the dead family who originally lived in the house uh, consults Beetlejuice for help in order to try to scare off this family. So it's very entertaining movie and a little bit scary.
2: It is extremely entertaining, and Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. I think that this is Michael Keaton's best role he's ever been in. He didn't <laughs> win an Oscar for this. He won an Oscar for Birdman, which was a good movie, but. Uh, th- Anytime I think of Michael Keaton, this is who I think of. I think of Beetlejuice. And I think he does an absolutely fantastic job in this role. It didn't make my list because I don't consider it a Halloween movie or even a scary movie at all. Um, But it does involve ghosts and, you know, uh, all sorts of really fun creatures. Uh, And, of course, Beetlejuice is the (laughs) 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 bio-exorcist. Which is just absolutely hilarious. But anyways, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, I also really, really enjoy it and love it. Right on. Seth, do you want to
3: throw a movie in? Act like you have a number four? Just pick something. What's I don't, man.
1: I don't. Do you know who Michael Keaton I is? I mean, but if we're technically... Well, wait a second. Hold up. <laughs> let let's me let let's talk for a second. You, so you threw in Beetlejuice, which is neither a Halloween movie or a scary movie. I was a
3: little scared by it. When I, when I was 10 years old and saw that, I'm telling you, it scared me. And it molded. So, it. Also
2: and if, it molded me. If What's the name going... of this segment? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So that movie definitely molded I'll me too. Say,
1: well, if that's the if that's the rules and the parameters by what we're using, I mean, I'll throw a movie in. How about Labyrinth? Labyrinth is from great. childhood. Okay. That yeah. Like the that kid, the baby, the shit out like of me. The,
2: <laughs> what dude. kind of magic spells <sighs> to use?
1: I think the flying dog was awesome, but like the.
2: The Flying the... Dog was from The NeverEnding Story. Yeah, that's oh. a whole other movie. And I was scary, too. But see, <laughs> The Labyrinth. Confused. I watched them way no, wait, too much. No, acid. but wait.
1: Labyrinth. Labyrinth had the baby in the crate, yes. right? Okay, so I'm yeah. taking them the right one. And they go into this. No, but I am Maze. maybe mixing up the two. It's movies. a Labyrinth. A yeah. Labyrinth. <laughs> David Bowie. Yeah.
2: yeah, David Bowie. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's the scary. Goblin King. No, that's a fantastic movie. It didn't make my list, though, because it's not scary. Uh, well, when and you're on as Halloween. much
3: acid I was on when I watched it, it can be a little freaky. <laughs> I have
2: not watched it <laughs> But since. I just want to say, your eyes can be so cool. That got a Omar's great
1: description of Beetlejuice was one of the greatest presentations I've ever seen. And I just want I mean, I'm. He just was so also happy. wrong
2: about part of it, but whatever.
1: Well, yeah, know that didn't matter. It, <laughs> it, it was a great presentation. And so I does it make you want to see the movie
4: now, your, Seth?
1: Mm, under no
2: circumstances uh, <laughs> what? would I watch. <laughs> Have that you ever movie seen again. Beetlejuice?
1: I. Why would I need to? I heard about it from beginning to end from <laughs>
2: <laughs> But You didn't hear about <laughs> no, no. You didn't, you didn't hear Lydia. any no. of the good stuff. It's
1: such a good movie, and the little
3: girl. And the relationship between like the daughter and Beetlejuice is, bring is like out. almost like can bring you to tears at parts. It's a very awesome relationship, <laughs> a, fri- a friendship. Let's I move to the next
1: film. <laughs> yeah, it was great.
4: Number next three. Film. You know, that
2: Alec says. Baldwin, you know, Alec Baldwin says that he thought that that movie was going to end his career. Really? I can understand why. He's not he's not happy about having been in that movie, <laughs> Wow, which is crazy. Cause he did great. I mean, he, he you know, is great in that movie. It's probably my favorite role he's ever done. Cause I don't really care for him. Otherwise you don't mind him when he's being Donald Trump. Cause that's amazing. <laughs> I disagree. I think he sucks
3: at it. <laughs> Beetlejuice actually kind of reminds me in a way of Candyman just because of the whole idea. If you say, I don't know if you ever saw candy man with the bees. Oh yeah. Um, if you say it three times, you know, he'll show up, um, Mm-hmm. But Candyman actually terrifying. Uh,
2: that is terrifying. I think watch that I watched remember I watching that as a kid.
3: But that's not on my list. So anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Number three, another obscure movie that you would not know unless you're at least 35 years old, probably is <laughs> the monster squad. This is a 1987 movie. Um, I looked up the cast and characters and I didn't recognize any of the names in it, but I can tell you about the movie because it molded me so well. basically, you're a small town. It reminded me a lot of like the Goonies or Stand By Me sort of feel of a group of kids in school that, you know, are nerds or just kind of hang out a little obscure, but they, they're all like way into monsters and comic books. And, and they are suspicious of this haunted house or this house that looks haunted in, in their neighborhood. And you come to find out that like all their suspicions are true, and Dracula is basically planning to take over the world, and it's starting in their town. And he's 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 listing the help of all these different monsters, from Wolfman to the Swamp Monster to all these different. It's it's definitely a comedy. It's definitely a kids movie. Um, it's called The Monster Squad, and it it made my list at number three. So there you go.
2: I have never seen this movie, and I am definitely. Over 35, but I will say that you have talked about this before and I do want to see it just because you compare it to the Goonies and to Stand By Me, uh, both of which are fantastic movies. So I do need to watch this. However, it does scare me whenever you say that no one is recognizable from the list of, uh, of people who are in it. <laughs> that is scary. It
3: makes me wonder how, how good the acting is in it because, again, I haven't seen this movie in, God, probably over 30 years now. Well, no, that's not true. I, I would have
2: been. I was going to say. I,
3: the, the math would. I would say 20, at least 20 years, 25 years.
1: I was neither interested in watching that film, <laughs> nor was I even alive at the time of its conception. So I really don't care. But it, it sounds like it really molded you. And that, I think, is encouraging. And I'm happy that it did. <laughs>
3: i'll tell you the the very end spoiler alert they say the kids saved the world like the earth was gonna open up kind of like it did on uh what's the fuck me what the duck the, the talking says, duck yes, that please. my kids howard, du- uh, howard, howard the, the duck howard the duck yeah yeah at the at the he end of howard the duck where the, 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 i did the sky opens up and it's trying to like suck like suck in the world it does the same sort of thing, but the kids save the day. Watch the show. Is this or, th- or don't, the where the kid
2: care. has to put peanut butter on his pubes to make him grow?
4: I don't think so. On the air? <laughs> no, what the hell? <laughs> uh,
2: there was a movie. Like, where did
1: I don't like... Let's turn this back. You don't like putting peanut
2: butter in your pubes? <laughs> oh, no, no. There was a movie I watched. It was a scary movie that I watched as a kid where this, this kid wants to get pubes and so he talks to dead people who tell him to put this peanut butter stuff on his pubes and then he grows he, he can't stop growing pubes and so like at school he's got like hair coming out of his pant legs
4: oh my God. i can't remember
2: it's really silly did it scare it's you
4: disgusting i
2: remember it being scary i haven't seen this since <laughs> i was a kid though so i i don't even remember what it's called Huh, anyway,
1: it probably wasn't it was probably not scary as much as it was traumatizing for
2: you. I'm sure as an because adult, you probably you really did movie, want to grow at all.
4: You know what? It sounds like a yeah. Goosebumps show.
2: It probably was something like that. Who knows? Maybe like an Are You Afraid or of the vegetables. Dark? Or... Yeah. Are You that? Afraid of
4: the Dark?
2: Nickelodeon T- show. Was that Are You Afraid the of the Dark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
4: Omar. Yes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is The Great Pumpkin. It, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yay. Again, not scary, but like I said, I don't watch scary movies. so It's a
2: Halloween-themed movie. It's Halloween-themed good. Halloween-themed
4: movie. Yeah. Hashtag white girl.
2: <laughs> my number three movie is Hocus Pocus. Wow, interesting.
4: That's your number With, three? Uh,
2: that
3: did not make my list.
2: It made my <laughs> list, man. I have to watch it every every Halloween. I love it. But well, whenever I was a kid, we went to the theaters and watched it, and it's kind of become a Halloween tradition. So. You know, I I just it's so much fun and Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker very very funny. I, I I think it's so much fun.
3: Right on. I think it's a good movie. I remember seeing it, but you know, it wouldn't make my list. It's not something that molded me, but good movie. I would definitely like recommend it if you haven't seen it to see it for sure. We're on three still. <laughs> Do you want to throw something out, Seth? Now that now, now that you know how we're playing on.
1: I really like how you guys are, you know, complimenting each other's films when, in fact, you like really don't care about the film at all, <laughs> nor do you find the film important, nor will you ever go listen to it. It's just really nice to see that amount of kindness um, and respect.
2: I you're told Omar I would probably not other. go watch his monster movie, whatever yeah, I don't even remember true. what it was did, called. Did it that. Yeah, and I, but, well, said, and I said Hocus Pocus
3: does doesn't act. doesn't mold me at all, but I think it's a good movie and worth <laughs> watching if you haven't seen it. So I'm sorry, Seth, not everybody can be as salty as you are. So It's just <laughs> funny. Like it's you have kind of all these the old witches those. from
2: like 200 years ago being thrown in the middle of the 1990s. And so, you know, they come across a, a blacktop and they think it's a, a river, you know. It's funny. There's some funny
3: scenes in it. Yeah. So uh, we are now at number two. Is that what's going on? Or did you do your number what three? What was babe? your number
4: three? I did mine. I did Charlie Brown. The Monster
3: Squad. Oh, that
4: yeah, was Monster number
3: three. Squad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is, yeah, yeah it, number two then. All right. Well, I recognize that I kind of screwed this up, but I'm still going to go hard with this because I actually did Ghostbusters was my number two, and my number five w- was this one. But, you know, it's okay because it's really good and it's really scary. The first time I watched it, I couldn't actually watch it all the way through, and it's Carrie, and we're going to talk oh,
2: about it. Oh, like the original one?
3: The original, 1976. Yeah. Stephen King wrote the the novel, obviously. Yeah. And you have like uh,
2: Sissy Spake, I
3: believe is how you say her last Spacek, Sissy yeah. Spacek, and John Travolta are, are in it. And basically it's, extremely, right. re, it's an extremely relevant movie if you think about how she had a religious... It wasn't her mother. It was some lady that was watching. No, her, it was right? her mother. It was her mother? Yeah. Um, who was extremely religious and thought... Cover your dirty any, pillows. Anything that had anything to do with sex or... Dirty like, pillows? Or... <laughs> <laughs> the menstrual cycle was all sin you know and it didn't make any sense logically because every you know, every woman goes through that and so you know, she was made to feel shame and then she ended up having like um kind of developing these like telepathic powers you could say and uh end up having a bunch of shame so she thought she, she was an obscure kid and, and exactly she, a very obscure <laughs> kid and she had uh a popular guy invited her to this dance and she thought that she was going to be accepted and fit in. And then they dump a bunch of pigs blood on her and she goes freaking bat shit and kills everybody. And that's where I stopped watching it the yeah. first time I ever saw it. But yeah, it's that movie good. is
2: pretty insane. Uh, it did not make my list, but I do really like that movie and Sissy Spacek is absolutely incredible in that movie. Um, you really feel for her and you really, you know, are a champion for her throughout the entire film. And then of course, at the end, she becomes the anti-hero and just destroys everyone. You know, it, it's great. Very good. It's very terrifying. Make sure your kids aren't around if you're going to watch it. So, but, but definitely watch
3: it if you have not. Nope. So that's my number two. I'm sticking with it. What do you got, Chris?
2: Uh, my number two is the 1982 film. Poltergeist. Hmm. Definitely not the remake. Definitely not the one from 2015 because it's shit. Um, but definitely the one from 1982 is incredible. Um, this is a movie that is directed by Toby Hooper, but people say it was actually directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, he was a producer, but he was like pretty much there the entire time. And it definitely feels like a Spielberg film because not only is it terrifying, but Which, by the way, Toby Hooper directed the um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, uh, the original one, and was brought on to direct this one. So this is a, you know, it's basically a co-production of a horror film person and then, of course, a sci-fi person, Steven Spielberg. And it shows. It shows that there's a collaboration because there's really terrifying events that happen in this movie um the idea of something from another world coming and taking your child and you being completely powerless against it is absolutely horrific but there's so much heart to it and the actress i can't remember her name right now but the one that plays the mom in that film you just like there are parts where she's aching for her child and you and and you just you know want to cry with her because you're like oh my gosh you feel her pain you know she's so talented And, um, the movie is so well-written, so well-directed, uh, it's horrifying, it's endearing, it's everything that I want in a horror movie. Nowadays, horror movies are all about the jump shots, the ones that make you like, you know, jump real quick. And then it's like, that's what's scary. No, what's really terrifying is the fact that some, you know, person from another dimension comes and takes your kid and you can't do fuck all about it, you know? It's it's a classic movie with you know classic effects like old school effects, but it's it's absolutely terrifying and it's a fantastic movie. I have not seen that because I still want to go to
3: heaven. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you need to see that movie, man. You really should. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you got to go watch that movie.
3: As with the date coming out in 1982, I remember seeing it on shelves when I was a kid. But you know. Growing up in a Christian background and everything, it was just one of those things that, like, it's still just that time frame and age for, like, me, like, like I picture that movie with, like, going to hell.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) No, I was not a Christian whenever I watched it. my You know, I didn't grow up around religious people, so my mom loved to expose me to those kind of things as a kid. So, I you know, I grew up watching movies like that, and that movie sticks with me, and I watch it. Every single year around Halloween time. So I love it.
3: I'll give it a shot. Try anything once. No, (laughs) Seth, don't look at me that way.
2: (laughs) You should have seen his face light up. (laughs) You want to go with
3: a number two, babe?
4: Sure. (laughs) My number two is Wallace and Gromit and the Curse of the (laughs) Were-Rabbit. It's probably the scariest Wallace and Gromit.
2: Never heard of it. You know it. Of
4: Wallace and Gromit?
2: <laughs> don't know what that no. is. No. <laughs>
4: okay. Uh, <laughs> is it
2: it's a uh, the British
4: thing? <laughs> No, shut up. <laughs> it's the British show they put on PBS that uh, Wallace and Gromit are claymation characters, a dog so far. and a window washer. Shut up. And <laughs> they
1: Own Oh my gosh. It. Like don't be don't have shame about it.
4: I don't have shame. He just won't shut up. Now I have lost my train of thought like five times. And Did this
2: come on the same channel as Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Like back in the day?
4: <laughs> yes. I don't know how. It, I feel no, like it's I should have seen it then. Five, two thousand five. They that. they came out like when I was in high school. They really okay. weren't that scary, and they were supposed to be for kids. But when you were in high school, you mean? It, I was graduated <laughs> by then, and they were um, they were a little bit scary. They were more geared towards adults, so. I really like claymation. I like the idea of that art form and it's just really fun to see what people can come up with. So it's by the same let me see, Wallace and Gromit, the those people also did the chicken run. It's that same Oh, okay, act, yeah, yeah. It's that same guy. Um, that same artist. And so yeah, the were rabbit is a rabbit that got injected with I can't remember what and turns into like a werewolf and into a were rabbit and this window washer and his dog who doesn't say anything but has the best character movements uh save the day so yeah oh okay it's it's, it's my number two <laughs>
2: shout out to I'm wallace and you. gromit whatever his name gromit
4: i'm telling you i don't watch scary movies is so this like, like
2: a rocky oh. and bullwinkle are they like so you said claymation are they actual humans or are they animals have you
3: not seen chicken run chris
2: i have not seen that what is
3: that uh, that's actually pretty good too uh, he's if it's the same creation. wallace
4: and gromit the- is better than chicken run Chicken Run Mm. was the full-length movies that he made after he did the whole Wallace and Gromit thing. Go look Mm. up Shaun the Sheep, Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run. He did all these. Like the people talk. No, it's not VeggieTales. Claymation, not computer animation. Okay. Not Christian. Not no. (laughs) Um, the dog like the animals don't actually. Well, in Chicken Run, the animals talk, but in Wallace and Gromit. And Sean the Sheep, the animals don't actually talk, but all all the expression in their face and their body movement says everything. And then the Wallace character, the person, no, uh, the Wallace person, he actually talks and is a person. Uh, and he, he, like the artist, does these face things. Like his, he's got really big <laughs> cheeks and this tiny little head, <laughs> and his mouth is cheese. He really likes cheese. That's his main line.
2: Well, I really like anyway. cheese too. Maybe I'll have to watch that one.
4: <laughs> yeah, watch that one.
2: So, so basically I'm noticing something
3: here, Chris. I'm thinking that, that my number 1 is your number 1 because I have not heard it mentioned yet. And so oh, I bet it is. basically what we're going to do to end this segment here is just deter- just determine that that's everybody's number 1 and that is the winner for Well, now
2: wait a minute. <laughs> Elizabeth has one. a number 1. It doesn't matter. It's we're going <laughs> to No, we'll let Seth and Elizabeth go first. Well, Elizabeth, what's your number one?
4: My number one is So I Married an Axe Murderer, 1993. Oh, okay. With Mike Myers and Nancy Travis. That's
3: that's a good movie.
4: I I like that one a lot. Sweet Harriet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that
2: movie's great. That is a good movie.
4: Yeah, I want to go watch it again, actually. Every time I every time I see it, actually, if anybody uh, call back to season one, if anybody remembers our interview with Sue Molner, Suzanne Molner, she was the one that introduced me to that movie. I hung out with her at her apartment for the first time back uh, back in two thousand, and she introduced me to that movie. We had a really great night drinking wine and watching Mike Myers.
2: <laughs> yeah, that movie is pretty funny, and definitely definitely has that '90s weird quirky vibe to it. You oh, know, yeah. lots of weird quirky movies back then.
4: Yeah. I love Mike Myers. Mike Myers Myers is more
2: dynamic. Yeah,
3: that was probably one of his better characters because there was more dynamics in it. And his other characters are funnier, but it's just more like kind of like slapstick stuff. I don't know.
2: Well, that movie is the first time you hear the Shrek voice, right? Because he he, I think his dad in that movie was Scottish, and so he he does the voice. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I gotta go back and listen again.
4: I don't. I hadn't remembered that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a good movie.
3: Uh, let's go ahead and tell the listeners what they need to do after they stop watching this. And I'm not even going to give you spoilers in this one because it's so fucking good. But Donnie mother trucking Darko. Yeah. I mean, first of all, for me, just for me, the fact that Jake Glennon Hall, Glennon Hall, I guess, is that how you say it? Gl- Gyllenhaal. Hall. The fact that... Yeah. Just come watch movies. Movies that mold me, where you can hear me just butcher every actor's name. That's what I'm gonna do. So, but him and his sister are 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 both in these movies. I will say that I think Elizabeth looks a lot like Maggie Gyllenhaal,
2: and but Gyllenhaal. but better. See, babe. Aww. Aww. But, she, hey. but she definitely looks better than Maggie Gyllenhaal. But I think she's really
4: cute. Maggie's really cute, though. Maggie's super she's great. all right. She's, just,
2: She's a right. good actress. Like don't it. get me wrong. But as far as attractiveness level to me, eh.
3: Let's get into the plot a little bit, Chris. Why don't you go ahead and.
2: Okay. So this is a Richard Kelly written and directed movie, um, which he's only done a few movies and his other movie, the box was horrible. Um, so don't watch it, but Donnie Darko is like incredible. It is a, it's nice and did you really? It's oh, nice and warm. I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I know what you're talking Stop about. That doesn't like the box. Um, this movie is awesome because it's like everything sci-fi that you love. It's thriller, it's <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's <laughs> time sex travel. With I got your back. I got aliens, your back, Chris. Chris? <laughs> tell me. It's not aliens, but there are creatures like a giant bunny rabbit named Frank. Um That's just weird. but time travel, it's it is it's one of the best time travel um, movies
3: that there is. Let's just go ahead and say that. I mean, there's. I agree.
2: And believe it or not, there's an actor in this movie that is absolutely horrible in everything he's ever done except for this movie. And I'm talking about. Anyone know?
3: No. Who are you talking about?
2: Patrick Swayze.
3: Oh, that's interesting because Seth Rogen and Drew Barrymore are also in this movie.
2: Yes, but this is actually Drew Barrymore's worst movie because she actually did not act well in this movie.
3: No, I agree. She didn't have a huge role either, but she didn't do great. Um,
2: Yeah, her part is really unbelievable. She's actually my least favorite part about this movie, which is weird because historically I love Drew Barrymore, and I think she's normally a very good actress. But yeah, Seth Rogen's in this movie. He plays a bully. Um, Anyhow, the movie is fantastic. It really is good. Takes place in 1988. Yeah, it's a throwback movie. The soundtrack is incredible. You got all those really great 80s new wave bands being played throughout the soundtrack. And we can it's, we can say basically, it's like, it's one
3: of those things. So the main character wakes up, you know, in the middle of the night and encounters this scary rabbit named Frank, who basically tells him the world's going to end in 28 days. And then for, mm-hmm. from there, it just gets crazier and crazier. And I, I'm I actually going to go watch that after, I think, tonight, honestly. It's one of those things. Yeah. the more I talk, I, I actually planned about on doing that.
2: the exact same thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good movie. Have uh, have either of you seen Donnie Darko, Seth or Elizabeth?
4: Nope. I think you would enjoy it. I, I yeah, might. I so. I've had, I've actually, um, a couple of my boyfriends, this has been their favorite movie as well. And um, they've all told me to watch it. So since I started dating back in whenever it was, when I dated the first guy, 2002.
3: Well, the movie came out in 2001. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's right.
4: Ever since it came out, I've been told to watch it by every man in my life. And did it even
2: it. go to theaters either? no, it did okay. um I didn't, I didn't well, see the one the thing that's the one thing that like I guess the reason why this is a Halloween movie is because it's also set during yep. Halloween takes place in Halloween. so yeah. So that, you know, it could be considered a Halloween movie or just the fact that it is pretty terrifying in spots. Like there are parts where, you know, I'm like, oh, I get chills and stuff, you know, because it is terrifying in a couple of spots. It's not supposed to be a scary movie per se. Uh, it's really more of a th- psychological thriller. Um, but, you know, there there are elements of horror in, in the movie for sure. And it's it's something that will stick with you and, and you'll ponder on it for Years to come. It's a
3: very intelligent movie. It's one of those things that they thought through it brilliantly. I can't say brilliant. I can't even fucking talk today.
4: <laughs> they thought
3: through it brilliantly and basically, like as far as time travel movies go and physics and all that stuff, this movie is referenced often as some of the closest and, and possibly explaining like how time travel might work. So if it if it works, there's
2: another movie that i won't get into but on the subject of time travel that is also referenced all the time called primer and if you haven't seen that you gotta watch it too but it's not a halloween movie or nor is it scary but as far as time travel goes it's really really great well guys thanks for listening this week
3: that's it that's uh
2: the top five plus a
3: few honorable mentions and so i hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did go out enjoy donnie darko eat all of your kids halloween candy and stay safe out there, my friends. Look out for razor blades and weed, weed candies. Actually, if you send all your weed candy my way. <laughs>